0: Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of We Made A Beer. My name's Louise. Mine's Lucy. And this is not the normal format of We Made a Beer. No, it's a bit different. So regular listeners to this show will know that we produce, present and fund it all ourselves. But off the back of the success of the Fear series, we thought it was really important to make sure that the beers we talk about in this show are accessible to everyone, not just us privileged city centre folk. So this season, we partnered up with a lovely independent company called Honest Brew they're a beer delivery service delivering brewery fresh craft beer directly to your door wherever you live in the uk we collaborated with honest brew to develop our own unique we made a beer mixed case this lovely treat contains 12 great beers two for every episode of season two this bonus episode is a one-off special that very much veers from our usual format because we wanted to talk you through why we chose what we chose Even if you haven't bought the mix case (coughs) yet, hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll walk away with a ton of facts and recommendations about the beers we've chosen. And if you have bought the mix case, do not drink along to this episode. It's a pacey rundown of the beers and you will not keep up. This is not a challenge. Do not even try it. So on with
1: the bonus episode. (laughs) Episode one. In our first episode, we explored beer that doesn't taste like beer. The beer that inspired this theme was Mad Hatter Brewery's Satsiki Sour. This beer's been knocking around for a little while now, so we knew some of you hardened beer enthusiasts might have tried it already. So we went for a beer that's relatively new, at least to us. White Hag's The Pukka, or The Puka. We're not quite sure how to pronounce that. It's a dry hop lemon sour with berry hibiscus and ginger. It smacks of fruit punch and really tastes nothing like any beer you'll ever have tried before. Plus, at 3.5%, you can smash through quite a lot of it. Perfect barbecue drinking. Alongside this, we went with a classic from our episode one guests, Wild Beer Co. Their Somerset Wild is fermented with a locally harvested culture of yeasts and bacteria. It's a beer that really celebrates the place in which it's made. As sours go, it's quite delicate, with the acidity levels of a white wine or a farmhouse cider. There's no additional ingredients here. It's just a lovely celebration of wild fermentation. For you wine buffs out there, it's got a little of the concept of terroir about it. The yeasts that make this beer can't be found anywhere else but here. (laughs) Episode 2 Episode
0: two taught us how to taste beer and appreciate the brewer's art of balancing each of the elements. The malt, the hops, the yeast and let's not forget the water and then whatever else you want to chuck in there. With The Thinking Drinkers, we tried three different IPAs that showcase the diversity and the balance that can be achieved at various different ABVs. One of the beers that we tried with them was Buxton Brewery Axe Edge, which we've included in our case as it's a cracking example of a super hoppy IPA with a perfectly balanced body and depth. Definitely one for those who enjoy the odd hop. We also chatted to Thornbridge Brewery, an industry leader renowned for their ability to brew consistent beers and innovative beers. Their smaller releases like Serpent, Love Among the Ruins and Days of Creation are fantastic. They've won awards all around the world, and you should definitely, definitely hunt them out. But for our mixed case, we went with one of their bigger releases. Now, most people will have heard of their flagship beer, Jaipur, which they make a lot of. But one of our favourites is one you may be less familiar with. I Love You, Will You Marry Me is a ridiculous name for a beer, but also a light blonde ale matured with strawberries. Now, there are some really stinky, horrible fruit beers out there that have this weird synthetic smell and taste, but this beer will do away with all those associations. This is an incredibly drinkable beer, with subtle hints of fruit and a gentle Moorish tartness.
1: Episode 3 In Episode 3, we wanted to explore real ale and cask beer. We were inspired to drink more cask beer by a pint of Tiny Rebel's Kutch, which we bought from our local pub. An obvious choice for the box, therefore, was Kutch. The Cascale version of this beer was voted Champion Beer of Britain in 2015. If you've got a flavour in your head that you associate with cask, this probably isn't it. This is a modern craft beer twist on a traditional Welsh red ale, deep and moorish with bags of hoppy freshness. Alongside this we wanted to include something a little bit more traditional. The Colonel in Burmesee are renowned for their quality and consistency. So we chose their Imperial Brown Stout 1856 as the sixth beer to add to our mixed case. As the name suggests, the recipe for this beer is well old and comes from the archives of the old Truman Brewery. It's a straight-down-the-line, bottle-conditioned classic with an incredible flavour. If you like things dark and boozy, you'll love this. For more info on Colonel, listen to our interview with their founder, Evan, in episode 3 of season 1. Oh, just to mention, there was a little period of time where Honest Brew were waiting on an order from Colonel, so if you ordered during that time, you might have got a different beer in your case. The replacement beer was Brixton Brewery's Ephra Ale, a bottle-conditioned version of the beer we tasted at the start of episode three. Brewed a literal stone's throw away from our house, a worthy alternative and a delicious, consistent beer. Episode four.
0: In episode four, we focused on collaboration beers and brewed an absolutely delightful honey gozer with Hannah from Hiver Beers. For this episode, we just had to chuck in a can of Salty Kiss, the incredible concoction from Magic Rock that we tasted at the start of the episode. This tangy delight is infused with gooseberries, sea buckthorn, still don't really know what that tastes like, and also sea salt. It's the first Gozer we ever tried, and it remains one of our go-to drinks for whenever we want something refreshing and a little bit tart. Also, it was originally brewed as a collaboration with Kissmayer, so it's doubly relevant to this episode. Hopefully, the impeccable relevance of Salty Kiss will help to overshadow the complete irrelevance of the other beer in our mix case from episode four. We struggled a little bit to find another collaboration brew that was available in the quantities we needed for the case. In the end, we just chucked in one of our favourite beers, another Wild Beer Co. classic, the Wild Goose Chase. We thought it would be an interesting comparison to the Salty Kiss in that it's also infused with gooseberries and also a little bit tart. It's a farmhouse pail that's fermented with wild yeast from local orchards. Would it be wanky to say it's a bit of a collaboration between Wild Beer Co. and their natural surroundings? Yeah, probably. Let's just say we like it, you'll like it, crack on.
1: Episode 5. Our fifth episode celebrated old, slow and oak aged beers, and we chose two extremes to put in the mixed case. The first is Wylam's ESB Disco Barrel Aged on French Brandy Oak. What Newcastle-based brewery Wylam have done here is a little like what we did with our Sherry Oak Stout. They've got some chips from Brandy Oak Barrels and plonk them in. We've done a little bit of research online and we can't find anything that alludes to the disco twist um, element of the name. So we're just going to assume that they have placed the fermentation vessel in the centre of a disused working men's club and played Amy Stewart's Knock On Wood on full volume, extra bass on repeat. That's what we're going to go with anyway. Either way, the complete lack of information online must mean that it's low on stock. So bye bye bye. Also, it's really tasty and you can totally taste the disco. On the other end of the spectrum, we've got a beer that Lou is really glad that she doesn't have to pronounce on tape. <laughs> glad I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I'm going to have a good go at this. <laughs> the Duchesse de Bourgogne from Belgium's hmm, Verhege Wichter Brewery. I think your pronunciation is fantastic.
0: Thanks. And that's because I know um, no Flemish. Verhege Victor. I think the more you say it, <laughs> definitely the better it gets.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: If you don't want to sound like a wanker when you go into your local bottle shop, but just ask them for Duchess de Bogne.
1: The Duchess de Boggione. The brewery. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll
0: know exactly
1: what you want. This beer was inspired by our chat with Belgian beer expert Sophie Van Ruffelkum. We wanted to give you guys something traditionally Belgian. This Flanders Red Ale is a blend of 8- eight and 18-month-old beers that have been carefully aged in furders. It's incredibly rich, moorish and steeped in tradition. Have at it, you can totally taste the furder.
0: <laughs> episode 6. Our final episode of the series was dedicated to two incredibly successful breweries. Our first incredible guest was Garrett Oliver, brewmaster at Brooklyn Brewery, who was on a mission to get the UK to know Brooklyn for other beers beyond their crack in lager. He wants to see more people in the UK drinking Brooklyn Sriracha Ace. And we totally agree. To be honest, he has such a delicious voice and is so wonderfully eloquent that we'd agree with pretty much anything that man said. But this Saison is objectively unique, tasty and something we could drink a lot of. Saisons traditionally pair well with loads of food too. And Garrett particularly recommends this one with seafood, fresh cheese, poultry, barbecue and tomato-based pasta sauces. So basically anything you are probably going to have for tea tonight would definitely be enhanced by this little treat. Finally, we've included Hop Fiction by Brewdog. We reminisced with Head of Task Force Sarah Warman about loads of Brewdog's past projects and beers, and there's loads we could have chosen. However, we decided to end on a real hop bang. For this zesty American pale ale, Brewdog actually adds hops into the mash, as well as generously dry-hopping the beer later on. It's a great hop fix and one
1: to enjoy any day of the week, especially in the sunshine so that's all folks we've had loads of fun putting this case together with the great folks at honest brew and we hope you enjoy it if you want to buy the box the link is in the episode description on your podcast player honest brew have been kind enough to offer we made a beer listeners 10 pounds off their first order using the coupon code we made a beer which takes the cost of the mix case down to 22 pounds 90 plus delivery that averages out at just one pound 91 per beer Considering how delicious, interesting and unique the beers in this case are, this is an absolute bargain. And quite honestly, only a fool would ignore it. Just plopping that one out there.
0: Just a tiny note to say that we don't get any money for making this podcast. We do it for the love. But for every use of the We Made a Beer code at checkout, we get a little bit of beer money from Honest Brew. So if you've liked our podcast, please feel free to show your appreciation by contributing to our drunkness whilst also contributing to your own. You could easily spend the same amount of money on four pints of terrible big brand lager in a London pub these days. In the immortal words of the thinking drinkers, drink less... Drink better. If you're not a new Honest Brew customer or are already concerned about our drinking habits, you can also donate good old-fashioned money to us by visiting our website, wemadeabeer.co.uk, and
1: clicking Donate. OK, enough. We love beer, that is all. Bye-bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks?